You're listening to the Sports Moment. February 20th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. This is going to be a busy week, and it's going to be a fun week. It's already a fun week. We had a couple of otter gymnasts qualify for state over the weekend. We told you about that yesterday, and in a moment, we're going to hear from both of them. But I also just want to highlight the fact that tonight, the Otter Boys hockey team has a Section 6A quarterfinal contest at the Community Arena, and they'll be taking on Wilmer. The Otters got the number three seed in the section and earned a home ice advantage for the quarterfinal round game because of their uh, higher seed and if they win they'll play Saturday at the MAC in one of the semifinal games in section 6a and tomorrow of course the Otter girls hockey team will be playing in the state class a tournament they play Dodge County the number three seed in the quarterfinal round at one o'clock tomorrow afternoon at the XL Energy Center in St. Paul Now, in addition to that that is going on, uh, coming up late in the week on Saturday, actually, at the Pelican Rapids High School, the gym will be dedicated in the name of Rex Haugen. He will be honored with that gym dedication as a part of uh, Saturday's festivities at the Al Siegley Activity Center. And the Viking boys basketball team will play Ada Borup West in that uh, game that night. They're going to have the dedication of the court between the junior varsity and varsity games. The JV game starts at 2 o'clock. Dedication will start at approximately 3.15. And then uh, the varsity game will be played. There will be a reception in the Legends gym following the varsity game. And the proceeds from the game that night and and donations are being accepted to help fund an annual scholarship for current and future Pelican Rapids High School graduates, the Rex and Linda Haugen Scholarship Fund. So it's a a great night. It's going to be a a lot of uh, a great afternoon, I should say. It's going to be a lot of fun for former uh, Pelican Rapids players and all the fans of Pelican Rapids basketball and certainly for Rex Haugen. And to honor Rex and the Vikings' great teams from the past, this week on the podcast, we are going to be featuring a number of interviews with former players and with Coach Haugen himself, some of that coming up a little later on in this podcast also. But each day we will feature team members uh, tomorrow from the 1977 state tournament team and then on Thursday from the 19. 19- uh, 84 state tournament team, and then on a Friday from the 1993 state tournament team. So we'll hear from a number of those players and comments from Coach Haugen as well leading up to this court dedication on a Saturday afternoon. The Rex Haugen Court in the Al Siegley Activity Center at the Pelican Rapids Public School, and that'll be dedicated again between the JV and varsity games Saturday afternoon at Pelican Rapids. That JV game starts at 2. Dedication will be right around 3.15 or so uh, that afternoon. So should be an afternoon to remember. Now, before we talk more about that, 
let's uh, highlight a couple of otter gymnasts for you. Uh, right after I remind you that one of our great sponsors on our podcast is Pemberton Law. They have offices in Fergus Falls, Wadena, Detroit Lakes, and Alexandria. And you can visit them online also at PEMLaw.com. That's PEMLaw.com. Pemberton Law carries a legacy of trustworthy and reputable legal representation dating all the way back to 1883. And, of course, uh, Donovan and Renee Rasmussen from Lake Area Docks and Lifts also sponsoring our podcast. We appreciate their involvement with all the youth in the area, and they're ready to get us ready for what's going to be, hopefully, an early spring and a long summer of fun on the water. Lake Area Docks and Lifts serving you from five convenient locations across Lake's area. Well, Maya Fear and Michelle Mao have both qualified for state in gymnastics. The two otter gymnasts had great section competition over the weekend, and Maya is a state qualifier in floor exercise. Her score of 9.15 in the floor exercise on Saturday tied her for third place, qualifying her for the state meet. And I asked Maya if she felt good uh, from the get-go, from the beginning of uh, that event on Saturday. Well, I mean, I had been debating doing this one tumble pass that was really risky. And so I was extremely nervous beforehand. But after I landed it, I knew I could execute the rest of the routine very well. How much does something like that that is successfully executed influence the judges in a big event like this? I mean, they're always looking for bonus passes for harder difficulty and some um, nice leap passes. And so it influenced the judges pretty well. I mean, they had talked to my coaches in the past and said that I needed a, a bonus pass, which is basically just a harder pass. So I think I impressed them, hopefully. <laughs> Do you do anything different now as you head to state? Do you try to add anything to the routine, or do you just go with what you got? Yeah, so we are in the process of trying to put in some even harder uh, skills into my routine. So hopefully I'll be able to put some more twists in there, which will up my difficulty and hopefully give me a higher score. What about the competition you're going to face at state? You face some pretty stiff competition in your section. I mean, there's some really good gymnasts and good teams in this section, but does it get even tougher at state? Do you know what your competition's like? So I've never actually been to state before, but I've been told by my coaches that we actually compete against the hardest section in the state. So I'm hoping that we can actually place pretty well. So but I know that there are going to be a lot of very talented gymnasts there, so I always just have to always try my best and can't lean on what I, how I did at section. Maya Fear heading to state to compete in the floor exercise, and her teammate, Michelle Mao, is headed to state also, as Michelle wound up in third place on the beam with a score of 9.0. And I asked Michelle to talk a little bit about her prep for the meet. Uh, my like preparation, I just like did my routine like a lot of times the day before sections to get like repetitive or whatever. And then during the meet, I was like very nervous because it's a big meet. 
Mishela, how did you feel as you uh, stepped onto the beam for your routine on Saturday? When I, like, stuck the land or, like, finished my routine, I, did, I knew it was going to be a good score, but I didn't think I'd actually, like, make it to state because, I don't know, I expected the other teams to have higher scores. And now that you've qualified for state, what kind of goals have you set for your competition at state? To just, like, do well, have fun. I don't know. I don't really care about placing. I mean, I want to, but it's like I've at least made it to state. That's an accomplishment in itself. And talk about the progress that you have seen in your routine from the start of the season to now. You know, I've definitely cleaned up a lot of my skills on being. So I'd say I like improved pretty well. Michelle Mao of the Otter Girls Gymnastics team. She. And Maya Fear are both headed to the state gymnastics meet after their performance at the section meet this past week. Well, yesterday was quite a day on the ice for the Minnesota Wild. The Wild scored 10 goals. That's a franchise record. They also scored the fastest four goals in team history as it took them only 2 minutes and 17 seconds to score four goals. All of those goals coming on the power play. And those four goals allowed them to overcome a deficit and take a 6-5 lead, which they were able to hold for the 10-7 victory. And the great thing about the victory, it came against the best team in the NHL, the Vancouver Canucks, who have the best record. That was the victim yesterday for the Wild. Joel Erickson Eck and Kirill Kaprizov each had hat tricks for the Wild in that game. And the Wilds, since the All-Star break, have really made a climb up the standings. They are only two points out of eighth place in the West. And the top eight teams in the East and in the West make the playoffs. So the Wild, who were not in the playoff conversation at the All-Star break, are now definitely in the playoff conversation. Well, this week, as I mentioned, we're going to be featuring commentary from a number of Pelican Rapids basketball players who had the thrill of playing on state tournament teams that Rex Haugen coached. And we'll hear from Rex about those teams as well uh, tomorrow and Thursday and Friday. But today, I just wanted to talk about the, the dedication a little bit and, and get Rex's reaction to finding out that they were indeed going to name the court at the Al Siegley Activity Center after Rex Haugen. Uh, caught totally off guard, for sure. And, uh, and as this thing has uh, been moving along, uh, and the way uh, various people, players in particular, and those around Pelican got organized, as I have been finding out, uh, it's, uh, it's becoming a little overwhelming, actually, but uh, it's uh, it's sure uh, you sure talking with a guy who's got a grateful heart. That's for sure. And his players are thrilled. Also, Jim Knutson from the 1977 team had this to say. Well, I I tell you what, uh, it it's hopefully a blessing for Rex, and it's a blessing for us uh, to be able to give him due honor for uh, all the dedication and time and the uh, you know all of the. <laughs> the great coaching, the strategy, the, you know, the opportunities that he gave us to, uh, you know, to thrive and to excel and, and be successful, um, was, was, uh, truly, a, you know, like I said, uh, very much a blessing for us. And, 
memories that you uh, can't erase. You can see the uh, some of those moments like they were yesterday. So very much excited for Rex and, and glad to be able to support uh, him and uh, the school with this great honor. And Brian Korf, who is a current girls basketball coach at Pelican Rapids and uh, played point guard for Rex on the 1993 team, is uh, very happy for his former coach. Yeah, you know, I think it's a great honor for um, uh, Coach Haugen and and uh, all the work that he has done here at Pelican Rapids uh, School and in the area. You know, he made a large impact in his coaching career and, and many uh, student athletes. You know, he coached football, he coached basketball. And I think when you think of Coach Haugen, you think of, uh, of basketball here at Pelican Rapids. You know, he did a lot. He made a lot of impact in the region, too. Um, I, I believe he was one of the people that uh, got WDAY involved in the in the district tournament, and um, you know he did some broadcasting there with uh, Ed Schultz and Dana Mock. So um, you know, and I, I just know with his uh, summer job that he connected with a lot of people in the area, um, and I think a lot of people um, got connected with him and supported him um, when it came to uh, March and uh, supporting Pelican Rapids boys basketball. And as I mentioned, we are going to be featuring team members from the three state tournament teams, the 77 team, the 84 team, and the 93 team over the next three days. But one team that didn't get to state that is one of the best in the history of Pelican Rapids was the 1969 team. And Rex uh, wanted to make sure and and talk about that team because uh, they were undefeated in the regular season. Well, that was, you know, that was a powerful team. With We were in one class, and we had six seniors on that team, and they were all talented players. And that was, uh, we were an undefeated team. They were undefeated. And uh, we, uh, you know, had our opportunity. I think those kids, in their mind, they wanted to play more. They would have played them for seventh place in the sub-district. I think they would have. They wanted Moorhead, and uh, that's the way we were all year long. And uh, so we got our opportunity in the semifinals of the district in '69, and and uh, and the kids played just unbelievably well. So, and then we were able to beat Detroit Lakes for the championship. So that was the first. I think that that was the first district championship for uh, Pelican Rapids. So, yeah, great, and then great in the- team. In the regional finals, that was a double overtime, wasn't it? Double overtime, one point game, double overtime. Yeah, it was, and we had the last shot there too. So, I think you know uh, we we used to get um, uh, from the high school league when the seasons were over. Uh, we used to get some printouts they would send out to the various, to maybe all the schools. I don't know, and it would. It would uh, indicate, you know, what what the attendance was at the various tournaments and so on and so forth. And uh, that tournament at Concordia that year, when we played the Spuds, it was over 6,000 people there. And the tournament drew over 18,000 just up here. And that turned out to be, at that time, for the, the most, uh, the biggest draw in the state. Uh, as far as tournament. And after that, when we went to two classes, Concordia was still drawing uh, like, uh, you know, 15,000, you know, and they had changed the seating and stuff a little bit. So 
Yeah, that that Concordia that was that was a packed place all the time. Yeah, that tough one point double overtime loss to Crosby Ironton, their only loss, and that big win over Moorhead in the district semifinals in front of the biggest crowd ever at Concordia. They beat the Spuds by six, so they sure realized that goal that they had from the start of the year and just came up one point double overtime shy of getting to the state tournament. So that 69 team obviously had great talent and great chemistry, just came up one point short. Well, we'll look forward to talking about the 77 season tomorrow as we'll be joined by a couple of members from that team. Jim Knutson is going to be with us and also Mike Martin from that team. And we'll hear more from Rex also about the 1977 season. Should be a fun week. And be sure to mark it down, the dedication of the Rex Haugen Court at the Al Siegley Activity Center at Pelican Rapids High School Saturday afternoon with the JV at 2. And then the dedication between the JV and the varsity game should be around 3.15 or so when that is done. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Come back tomorrow. You've been listening to The Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And thanks for listening.